Welcome to episode 8 of the Ashley Lay Real Estate Podcast. Today's episode features a great guest and good friend of our team, Jill Gallagher of Gallagher & Associates in Statesville, North Carolina. Jill and Ashley talk through why building lasting relationships is vital in life and business. If at any point you decide what you're hearing brings you value, hit that like button and tap the bell. Hi guys, welcome to the eighth episode of our podcast at Ashley Lay Real Estate. And we are so excited today because we have a great guest, one of my very favorite people, Jill Gallagher. And she is Jill with Jill Gallagher and Associates and was recently our um, team leader at Keller Williams Realty Elite and now is focused on growing her business. And today, um, I'm glad you joined us. 2020 has been a year, right? A year. (laughs) So we're going to talk about um, how can we end the year on a high note and really and truly, um, how can we work on building our relationships in business, in real estate, and then also in life? Because at the end of the day, you know, Jill and I were talking earlier today, and right, Jill, that you need your tribe. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. 100%. You do. And so one of the things that um, we have, have been taught over and over at Keller Williams is that you you know, you don't just build a business, you build relationships. And to that end, my team just, um, we redid our mission, vision and value statement recently. And just this last month, actually. And so we wanted to jump off on that today on it's building lasting relationships. That's our mission. And we so identified with that because we want to build lasting relationships in actually real estate, of course, but we want to build lasting relationships in life. And wow, 2020, it's, it's been hard. It's been hard for people to get together. Jill posted the best post last week. She said she wants this great big table and she had the lights and said she can't wait until, go ahead. Until, I mean, we can have gatherings and I want big, fancy, elaborate, over the top dinner parties with these massive tablescapes and music and people that may know each other, they may not know each other and just deepening. I mean, I think 2020 has been an interesting year for sure. Um, perspective is everything though. And I would say um, for, for everybody, your, your relationships, 2020 told you the state of your relationship with many, many people, whether it be your clients or your family or whatever. And your, your relationships, did not stay the same in 2020. They just didn't. You, they either kind of exited or they got better. And so for us, we, I really pulled back actually from a lot and really focused on my, the three that live in the walls with me. So our four and really, really got intentional with that. And so while 2020 has been weird in so many ways, it was a huge gift to us as a family um, to really deepen those relationships. That's really cool to hear you talk about it that way, because I, as being a, a you know, we are, our children are our grown. That's what I'm trying to say. And it was just Kevin and I, and oftentimes we get, we've gotten real tired of each other. <laughs> it's been wonderful. Um, and I, and I've, and I have spent a lot of time, watching and listening and hearing my friends that have kids at home talking about what a struggle it is to homeschool basically and what a struggle all of that is. And, you know, and I think, Oh, I'm so sorry. 
But it's so refreshing to hear you say how wonderful that has been because I have to say it, there have been times that I've thought, you know, I'm, I'm not sad that my children didn't like lose their senior year or lose some of the experiences of, of uh, growing up and, and, and middle and high school and all that stuff. But um, at the same time, you know, I think, wow, what would it have been like to get, it's like you got bonus time with your kids. Um, and, you know, like you said, I was the team leader in Winston and, and a large part of my deciding factor was to step back was that I have a freshman who is home three extra days a week that he wasn't. And I was like, you know, we build a life by design. And so by design, I wanted to, could, could afford to step back into a sales role, continue back in my team and still have that time with my family. Yeah. And what a gift it's been. I mean, it is now, I will not act like it's been perfect. It's been hard. It is challenging with the homeschool, not homeschooling, but distance learning. Yeah. Um, but it's been a gift for us. Yeah. And I mean, a gift like no other, I can't imagine, you know, I've got a son that's um, still in school. He's doing his PhD, but in school. And I, you know, I was like, come home, work on your PhD at home. And he was like, mom, you can't run uh, what is it? Uh, five times the speed of sound wind tunnel from Winston-Salem. <laughs> it's like, okay, I get it. But, you know, I did. I tried really hard in March and April. I was like, he really is a rocket scientist. So he <laughs> really is a rocket scientist. He's got, you know, and something about, you know, leaving the state with his, his computer that uh, had all the stuff on it. That, that was a habit. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yes. Oh, well, but we digress. Um, I wanted to talk today, you know, about real, real estate and relationships and, uh, and, and building relationships in our lives. And, uh, you know, we talked about we need our tribe. Um, interestingly enough, last night, um, I got to spend almost an hour on the phone with my two best friends from high school. Hmm. Now, my best friend from high school, one of them specifically, has been in my life my entire life, and she lives... Um, her home is in the mountains, like 20 some minutes from my house. Um, but my other friend got married in the late eighties and moved to Alaska. So I met, we never see her unless she's visiting. We got to see her once last year, but yesterday evening, I think was just a culmination of um, some hard stuff. Life's been hard for all of us. And um, my friend here had lost her father-in-law to COVID Mm. and um, my friend up there is just, it's just struggling with it's, it's, it's getting close to the end of the year. And in Alaska, you don't have sun all the time. (laughs) So it's dark all the time, working a lot and just feeling um, apart from all of her tribe. So we had the best conversation yesterday and you know what? I walked away from that and I realized I didn't say a whole lot, but the other two, needed to be heard. And, you know, I got to thinking about that is that that is just truly at the heart of it's the characteristic we all share as humans. We want to be heard. Mm -hmm. So to build lasting relationships, we've got to be good listeners, right? For sure. Yeah. And, um, I think it's important that, um, we make time, we take the time when we're still living in a little bit different um, year than we would be any other time that we pick up the phone, that we call those people that um, maybe haven't heard from us in a long time. And it's great in business. It's great in personal relationships um, because 
you know, we don't know who needs us. My friends needed that we needed each other last night. Mm-hmm. And it was just wonderful to just sit. And I just mainly sat and listened and threw in my two cents worth here and there. But they needed, they needed to talk and they needed to get some of that off their chest. And uh, I think that's just, that's a super important thing. Well, I think the key word in that is it's connection. They need, we live in this such a digital age where, I mean, even this, while it's video, yet you're able to engage most of your senses. Um, I can't, there's no smell of vision yet, but you know, <laughs> someday soon that will be going out. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's even more than a phone call, but a phone call is better than a text message and a text message is better than an email. So like, how can we connect with people on that personal level um, is definitely been challenging, but I think our, our world craves it more than ever. You know, there was this whole, the pendulum swung when everything was automated and you couldn't talk to a human. You didn't want to talk to a human um, in any kind of, you were calling a business. It was some automated everything. And people liked that for efficiency purposes. But then you see now that the millennials and even the younger generation beyond that are really craving more of that experience. And we're more of an experiential society um, throw in a pandemic and then how do you experience things with connecting? And that's, you know, that's been our challenge as realtors, um, (laughs) with all kinds of things, um, virtual open houses and virtual buyer consultations and virtual listing appointments. And so how we build that connection, becoming that really good engaging listener and still meeting that need and excelling their expectations That's been a challenge. Well, it is. And we only have so many hours in a day. But what I've learned to recognize, I mean, Gary Keller taught me this from my first day at Keller Williams, you know, is that you, we should spend in in real estate a couple hours a day talking to our people and just listening and just reaching out. And now this year we're calling it our care calls because we just, we want to come from contribution. We just want to be a good listener Um, I had a great conversation all the way down the mountain to Winston-Salem today, talking to another new agent. She's there in the Morrisville office and she's a former high school friend of mine, um, helped recruit her into real estate. And, you know, again, back to, we had a great conversation for 40 minutes as I came down the mountain and we talked about everything, but I don't take enough time. I think sometimes to do what Gary asked us to do, it's the easiest thing to come off my schedule is those two hours and yet it could be the most impactful thing I do all day. It is the most impactful thing I should be doing all day. And it not only makes, not only, you know, helps my business, helps my relationships, but it helps me. And why is it that we push that to the last thing? Why do we do that? It's easy. I mean, you know, we live in a very fast paced, task oriented, yet we're people, people. Um, But it's, it's easier to get consumed by the fires that we need to put out or the, the, the important, the urgent over the important, you know, I mean, that's something that we have to deal with all the time is urgent takes precedence. And um, something that you said, though, reminded me of you know, and when we take bold so that the it's a sales course that's within Keller Williams, um, that 
really quite honestly is so much of a mindset course, but mm-hmm. one of the sessions we do these gratitude calls. And so you have to call somebody and you just are telling them why you're grateful for them. It, it is the most rewarding and um, uh, it starts out as awkward because people don't get those calls very often. How often are we making them? You know, so it's, it's November, Thanksgiving is coming. So this is the perfect month to start that. Just, hey, I just wanted to check in. How are things going for you? What, I just want to tell you I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you're in my life. Talk about changing somebody's day. So you get in that habit doing that in November and then you can do it easily into the holidays of Christmas and, you know, December, January rolls in brand new year. Well, now you've been doing it for 90 days and it's a solid habit. February, tell them why you love them. I mean, you know, you can just stick with that and that makes lead gen easy, right? That's everybody's biggest challenge is lead generation. Yeah. And you know, it's, I think that the, the easiest thing and the hardest thing is for new agents and new people getting into real estate is they look at that as, and I tend to do it sometimes myself, but they look at it as a chore. And when you turn it into what you just said, that you're just calling, coming from gratitude and thanking them for being in their lives and thanking them for any contribution they made. And Hey, it's, it's November. I just wanted to call and, and let you know that I cared. Um, it can turn into like you said, the best part of the day for that person, it might turn into the best part of the day for you. And heck, who knows, you know, I, this is, I'm kind of going a different, different path here, but um, you know, many of you might know that my own brother died from suicide and you never know whose life you might change that day just because of that phone call. You just don't. I did not mean to take you there. Um, I think this year has, like you said, you, everybody has, um, their circles gotten smaller and, and we've said who has to be in our lives. Like I have to take care of my mom and my father-in-law and not that it's a have to, I want to. Um, and I, you know, I, and my husband and I, and then my business. And other than that, my, you know, and my very best friends, my circle got really small (laughs) and, in the last few weeks, um, we've been um, intentional about being with others and around others. And yet, um, I'm going to be one of the first ones, although I wasn't at the beginning to tell you to wear your mask and still be safe because I went to a birthday party and um, that's the one my, my best friend and her father-in-law actually had COVID and didn't know it. And he got sick the next day and he died five days later. And um, we don't know. We don't know, but you know, I, I have great faith and I feel like that God knows my hour and my time. Um, I'm not going to try to push it along by being unsafe. At the same time, um, I, there's a balance is what I'm trying to say. And we have to, um, we've got to take the time to be with our people and maybe start to widen that, that little narrow focus that we've gotten in in 2020 and, and widen it back out. And, you know, the holidays are coming up. So um, like tonight, we are, my whole team is going to be here in the office and we are, call, or some of them, some of them might be doing it from home, but we're doing a call night where we're reaching out to our clients and just saying, how are you doing? How have you made it through 2020? Um, and then, so if you hear from any of us, it's pie, it's almost pie night or pie day next week. So we're going to offer you a pie. 
Um, so we'll get to do that and maybe hopefully we're doing a drive through this year so they can drive through and pick it up and, and us be safe. But I always look forward to that because I get to see more of my people, you know, <laughs> it's fun. It's just fun. Well, and you, you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about listening earlier. I mean, just that phone call when they were driving this point home, but I think it's so important. Just that phone call can be that conduit for you just to sit for 30 minutes and listen. Mm -hmm. um, and the, <laughs> there's the saying that says the person who talked the most in the conversation think that it went the best. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so if you got off the phone and you're feeling like that was the most amazing conversation ever, well, how'd you leave that person feeling? But if you just listened and you let them either unload or just share, cause it could be good. It could go either way. They're going to leave it feeling amazing. And that is the most important thing. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that, um, we also should remember too, if it's somebody that you, you do have that great relationship with, you know, if you say, how are you doing? And they are great and they brush it off and it's just surface level conversation, go a little bit deeper, you know, say, you know, no, really, how, how are you really doing? How are you doing, you know, every night when you're, or, or how are you doing during the day helping with your kids and getting through distance learning? And I know that's gotta be hard. Tell me about that give them the opportunity to, to say more, to, to be more, to have a deeper conversation, a more meaningful conversation. Um, I think that sometimes it's, it's also easy to stay up here on the top and not, not go yeah. deeper. We got to scuba dive, not, not um, ski, not water ski. We got to scuba dive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with having kids, I certainly have to do this. I mean, it's, we play the game of what's your rose and what's your thorn. So what was the best part of your day? What was the worst part of your day? Because, you know, it's, you pick them up from school. What'd you learn today? Nothing. How was school? Fine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's wonderful. And I love that you do that because we do, um, we do a version of that with our team. You know, we all have a Slack channel. And for those of you who don't know what Slack is, it's like, um, it's like an ongoing conversation online. Um, and, and our team is all on it. And so we have a wins and challenges channel and everybody puts in their wins and challenges prior to our team meeting. And then we talk about them. And you know what's funny? sometimes that wins and challenges takes up 40 minutes and you know what it might be the best 40 minutes we spend together as a team all week because then you know where where is that person where's their challenge where's their heart what's eating at them or what are they really excited about and what do we need to spend time focused on as a team um so we need that so i love i love that you're doing that with your family that is so cool <laughs> it, it's but even as the adult, somehow my daughter usually starts it quite honestly at 12. She's like, what was your rose? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's really <laughs> but, cool. But I have to, but then it takes, because I can tell you my thorn in a heartbeat. Yeah. I can't necessarily tell you my rose. So that tells me that I'm not spending enough time in gratitude for what went well. I'm focused on what didn't go well. Like that's not an aha. <laughs> Well, you know, we're talking about relationships and the first and most important thing sometimes is starting with yourself, right? Um, <laughs> it's hard to come from contribution and gratitude if you don't start with yourself. So um, I did this thing for a long time called The Miracle Warning. If, um, a lot of people have heard of that book, um, but it's about getting up a couple hours earlier, spending time in uh, journaling and uh, devotional spiritual time, spending time in physical activity, um, several different facets of your life um, to become focused and just be better prepared for the day ahead. And um, at the times that I have been hyper-focused on my miracle morning, 
um, I am a better person. And it's, it is truly, truly hard to have a bad day when you have focused your mindset before you ever start the day and, and you're, you're starting from coming from contribution and coming from gratitude. Um, and I, you know, I have a hard time when I have not started my day that way and I walk into the office and I'm hit with boom, this, boom, that, and deal with this and deal with that. And then you just, you, you just do this. And, um, so, oh yeah. And now I'm supposed to call some people and I, and I pick up the phone and I do it. And, you know, I am not managing my mindset or managing my emotions very well. I am, um, and it might be that I'm talking about me. I'm calling and telling them how bad my day's been. And, and who wants to hear that? Yep. You know, spot on. I, for me, it is, and, and I got off of this during COVID, um, during or during the quarantine time when we were home so much, you know, everybody kind of slept a little bit later and I didn't, for me, I have to get up. I, I can't do it after, like, I can't send the kids to school and then come back home. It's not the same feel. So for me, I need to be up no later than five. And a cup of coffee, time with Jesus. And it's like a defense mechanism for all the yes. other junk that's going to come against you. Yes. So if, and I told my coach when we were doing our onboarding, I was like, if I get in a funky place, you need to ask me if I'm having my quiet time. Cause nine times out of 10, that's when I go into burnout when I'm not taking care of me first. Yep. And that relationship with, for me is with Jesus. So when it's, when Jill and Jesus aren't together, I'm not my best me. And that's <laughs> Maybe you and I need to be accountability partners on that because I've uh, been a flake lately. You can tell to look at me, um, but I, it's, you're right. It is, it is absolutely, it, it, if you start your day the right way, your day is going to go the right way. It is. It really is. Um, what else can we, um, what else are we missing that we, maybe somebody needs to hear today that we're, um, I just, I want people to know that I'm a, I'm a listening ear and I, I used to be, if, if people know me from before, <laughs> when I say before, it's before KW, right? Um, but not BC, but before KW, um, we, we talk about letters here a lot at KW. We talk about high I and high D and, and that sort of thing. Well, my personality profile is, is, is a DI it used to be very high lead with I. And what is I, you say? And what is D? Well, I is like being chatty Kathy. And you like to talk a lot. And you're the social butterfly and that sort of thing. And you like being the center of attention. Um, and I used to be completely not self-aware of how much I would talk, right? And how little I was listening. And it was so funny the first time I went to Bolt and I listened to Diana Kiskova's um, uh listing appointment and I was blown away by how long she sat there and how many questions she asked and before she ever started tell 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 this is why we're great this is why this this is why that um, she was just an amazing listener and I decided right then and there that I was going to change my listing appointment <laughs> But I was, it also helped me start to become self-aware and the more coaching classes I've taken and the more, you know, going through coaching skills camp and advanced coaching skills camp, you know, recognizing who I am and becoming self-aware and being a better listener. Um, I want to be that for people. And I, and I do have a strong desire after what I went through with my brother, that if somebody needs, 
you know, it's really easy for us to post out there on social media and say, hey, if somebody needs it, if you need to hear, you need to talk to somebody, you can talk to me. I sincerely mean it. I mean, I will pray with you. I will listen to you um, because I've, I know, you know, knowing what a dark place my brother was in and wishing there was something that could have been different. Um, I just, I want to make sure that people know that I'm a listening ear and I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, it's the thing that we haven't talked about enough during COVID quite honestly is the, the mental distress that many, many people are under, whether it's mm -hmm. financial or, you know, the, the elderly people who are in awesome. you know, yeah, assisted living who haven't seen their families in months at this point yeah. and, and how they're dealing with that. And, you know, our own office has lost a, a couple young people um, within the past year to suicide. Um, nobody saw it coming. And so I think, yes, we can put it all on there on the, the banners and the billboards and the social media and everything, but the reality of somebody reaching out from that very bottom place to call you is slim to none. So while I don't want to shoulder the responsibility on us, what if we're available? What if we are doing our care calls and you do have that conversation that they don't, they probably aren't going to be like, Hey, you know what? You saved me today, but it doesn't matter. We don't have to know what we just need to know is you made a difference. And you, yep. if you give somebody just a little bit of hope because we all want hope, we all want something to look forward to, but we all want to know that we matter. Um, and I think it's really easy for us to get in a dark place and be down on ourselves with all that's going on around us. And so just saying you're important to me, how would that change somebody's life? That's you right. matter to me. One of my favorite scripts, scripts, and I tell this to every new agent is to say, Hey, I thought about you this morning or you, you know, your name crossed my mind this morning and I just wanted to call and see how you were. You know, you're important to me. How are you? And they're like, but I didn't. I'm like, okay, as you're going through your call list of all the people that you need to call, you read their name and it ran across your mind. You're not lying to them. I thought about you this morning. How are you? Um, there's no shame <laughs> in needing. Um, this is what technology is good for. Technology is good for us to um, help us continue in relationship to, to remind us of the people that we haven't talked to. Because if you're anything like me, you've got your favorite 20 or 30 that you talk to often, but you got hundreds over here that you would talk to. You just, they're not top of mind. Yep. Well, flip that. If you want to stay top of mind as the realtor and you aren't talking to them yet, they know 27 other ones. Well, that's our job to keep it top of mind. It is. It is. And you know, who knows? It's just like the starfish thing. You know, who knows which one that maybe some of these people listening that pick up the phone and start chatting with their friends, what, who's going to make a difference for this week. So I love right. that. There's not, there's not a single person on the earth that's not connected to somebody else. So if we were all doing what we were supposed to be, that's that spider web of taking care of the population. That's right. Not that hard. <laughs> wow. I love that. Well, this is, this is a great conversation and I know that you and I could continue to just chat and chat all day because like Jill's one of my favorite people and 
just want to listen to Jill. I feel it. Because um, <laughs> we're basically the same person. <laughs> we, I know, right? We, yeah, just, we just love each other so much. I just, I just want to, I, I want those 10 years back, Jill. I want to be, I want to be 40 something instead of 50 something. <laughs> a, little, a little bit of Botox will buy you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, I'm so glad you joined us and maybe sat through this whole podcast uh, with us. And um, thank you so much, Miss Jill Gallagher of Gallagher and Associates. Um, and by the way, she is out of Statesville. So if anybody's listening and you need your real estate needs in Statesville, there she is. Please give her a call. And uh, if you'd like to further the relationship in the Winston-Salem area, give me a call. We'd like to chat. And if you want to call and just talk, I'm, we're here, right? And, and we, we hope you find, we hope you pick up the phone and reach out to some people that are important to you after listening to this. And I hope everybody has a great rest of their day. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining episode eight. If you're looking to buy or sell, consider teaming up with Ashley Lay Real Estate or Gallagher and Associates today. Our team strives to build lasting relationships with each client. Team information is available in the show notes below.